Hey. Hey, it's that guy. It's it's that guy. What was your name again? <laughs> Wicka Wicka Slim Shady. Uh, and talk about him a little bit. Oh, today, huh? yes, we will. <laughs> mm, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing pretty good. Yeah. How about yourself? Uh, yeah, not bad. I had a sort of strange day. I like stayed home because stayed home from work because Theo was sick and um, mm-hmm. Beck is in Oregon, actually hanging oh. out with uh, with Chris for her 60th birthday. I didn't know Becca was that old. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's amazing that she had a kid at that age. It's a real that summer situation. <laughs> Which we'll, I guess we'll also talk about. <laughs> Will we? And for today, yeah. Oh, I've, ooh, I'm on tenterhooks. I can't wait. I can't wait yeah. to hear about that. Welcome to Think Outside the Box Set, a podcast Welcome. about learning to appreciate an artist's back catalog. I'm Nathan Hunt, and I'm Cameron Dewitt, and I'm I'm uh, I'm uh, if we're learning to appreciate this artist's back catalog, <laughs> yeah. I what what grade would uh, would you give me? How much do you think I'm appreciating ICP? Well, I don't know. We've I feel like we've been pretty even handed. So far, except for last album, which we did not like very much because it was so sincerely angry. Yes. So and not and not angry about good things. Yeah, not like righteous anger, just kind of like yeah. fuck the world, yeah. um, sort of reactionary anger. Uh, so I I don't know I I like this album, Cameron. I thought it was mm. a lot better than the last one. I definitely think it's better than the last one. I felt ambivalent through through a lot of this but there were some really nice moments and um overall i would just say it was it was lighter it it just had like a it was airier and lighter except there were a couple pretty interesting moments of self-awareness yes i agree Um, yeah interesting for icp yeah you know yeah yeah uh, um I also, this and, is also, and vulnerability. Yeah. So I appreciated that. Yeah, I agree. Um, that song, Behind the Mask, which we'll get into, which is also the yeah. title of... Behind the, Vi- behind the Paint. Fuck, you're right. Behind the, who's Behind the Mask? That's, What's the opposite of whoop whoop? That's what I would do for you right now. Womp oops, womp. oops. <laughs> do you want, do you, do you want me to? Do you want me to? Because I can do it. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> um, whoop, 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 whoop. Uh, what is behind hey, an, another the thing? Mask. Also, so this um, you know, I was feeling down after last week. Yeah, and then um, we just like got a lot of. Well, I don't know how much listener feedback we got in the last week, but I got a ton of listener feedback in the past couple of days uh, because you finally set it up so that it's uh, forwarding emails. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so now I can actually read our listener well. feedback. <laughs> And some of it was really sweet. Uh, All of it was really just sweet. Very, and, uh, well, sorry. And some of it was just very umami. Umami. <laughs> uh, yeah, and uh, I think it, it gave me the courage to listen to this and to, like, you know, 
make this show, which I think I needed. I was I was getting in a little bit of a slump. Yeah. Um, at the same time, that did inspire me, <laughs> inspire me to look at our iTunes or Apple podcast reviews. And uh, we have a solid 4.5 out of 5 stars. <laughs> That's pretty good. Did you see, yeah. did you see the, uh, those are all star ratings, but there's one written review. Did you, did you read that? Yeah, I did read it's that and so I really good. appreciated it. Dude, yeah. that's from, it's from Pikachu, which by the way, freaking amazing username. I love it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> one of the old that's elder the gods. thing I've ever heard. Yeah. <laughs> Pikachu. One of the cute, one of the cutest <laughs> eldritch abominations. <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> one of the old ones, <laughs> the cute, cute yeah. old ones. Um, so that, that was very good and we don't, I don't want to toot our own horn a little too much, but like, you know, if, if people want to go read it, it's really sweet and we really appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks for the feedback. Yeah. Um, that sustained me in my time of trouble. (laughs) (laughs) They're really the wind beneath our wings, I'd say. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we also got some great feedback from Sean Hudson, who was one of our first OG fans from back in the day. Um, and he told us that he had heard Garth Brooks, we're bringing this up again, Garth Brooks, he had heard him on the XM radio station discussing the song called The Night I Called the Old Man Out. Oh, yes. And this is a song from In Pieces that Cameron and I were kind of down on because it seemed like um, it seemed like the father was kind of abusing the kids and was yes. when the kids were disagreeing with him, he would just like beat them up. And Sean Hudson r- earlier wrote in actually for the first time and said like, I don't think that's what that song's about. And we kind of disagreed with him, but Sean Hudson strikes back with straight from the horse's mouth, the horse in this metaphor being Garth Brooks. Uh, Sean Hudson says, Garth said it was a true story of being the youngest and seeing his older brothers uh, arguing with their father and challenging him to take it outside and fight. And Garth thinking, don't you remember when another brother tried this and they always lost? He said his dad was a Marine and Golden Gloves boxer. Just wanted to let you guys know. So, man, yeah, it's, 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 well, who wrote that song though? (laughs) I looked it up. I looked it up because it's, uh, Garth is the last writing credit on that song. All right. So maybe he's just like, write a good song about this. Yeah. Um, but it was like interesting to see it like confirmed that it's so explicitly autobiographical from Garth. Yeah. I mean, I know he said before that Garth Brooks is him, but I didn't. I don't know if we've seen like an explicitly autobiographical song like this before. Yeah. Except for all of them. (laughs) (laughs) Just always assume they all were. Uh Like when he was up in uh, heaven and he overheard a a little baby tell God something. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So thanks. Thanks for sending that in, Sean. I don't know if that's that's necessarily in the text of the song. Um, So I don't know how many many listeners. It changed. It changes my impression of it a little bit. Yeah. It's still like really disturbing because it, it, it has a feeling of like Stockholm syndrome there. Mm. Really? I mean, it already did, but like, well, because at the end of the song, he's like, I realized that it, you know, it's the, the, uh, the cliche, this is going to hurt me more than it hurts you. Yeah. I mean, actually, I think that's in the song. <laughs> I think it, he yeah. Said, he literally said that. That is a lyric. Yeah. Um, and then, like in the end of the song, he believe uh, Garth believes his dad. Yeah, you know, and but, he's like, okay, he's like actually humbled, but it's like, eh, it's like, yeah, I don't know if that's what you should walk away from. Yeah, but on the other hand, like uh, the way Sean's telling it, it sounds like the brothers are are the ones who are like challenging the man to oh, the old man to fight. Like they're the ones picking the fights. And interesting. It almost, I mean, I could imagine it sort of being like a reluctant 
you know right the kids are dragging him out to fine i'll fight you it's gonna hurt me more than it hurts you which which kind of like recasts the song in in much more like poignant and almost tragic light right but it's gonna hurt me more than it hurts you because i'm an old man and when i get hit it hurts (laughs) i get really really sore (laughs) yeah and my bones creak and ache and i'm really on a board physiologically (laughs) (laughs) you're gonna bounce right back (laughs) okay yeah. So thank you, Sean. And then one more one more message we got was from uh, a guy named Brad Cross, who said, "I'm writing to let you know that I'm really enjoying your ICP episodes. Thanks, Brad. I appreciate it." He says, "I am a fan of their music, but it is still pretty great to hear you shit on them." As a fan, I also don't really enjoy Carnival of Carnage or Jekyll Brothers, so you are pretty spot on. And yeah. <laughs> he says, "If you guys are really struggling, I recommend just reviewing the rest of the Joker's cards. Maybe even skip Hell's Pit." Try to hang in there. Okay, good. good. <laughs> at least I can. Pre- if we do, at least I can prepare. Yeah. I don't know what Hell's Pit is, but he says, "Love the show." Whoop whoop. So, oh, whoop whoop, Brad. Yeah, exactly. Whoop whoop, but right back at you. And I, I'm really glad to hear that what we're doing is not entirely offensive to ICP fans, or at least yeah, this one. I wonder. I wonder how nuanced ICP's fans like impression of the music is mm-hmm. because like icp shits on themselves all the time totally you know what i mean like i wonder if if it's less um less uh ardent yeah it actually reminds me of something um i was reading this book by nathan rabin who is is an interesting journalist who has worked for av club i think and um he wrote a book called you don't know me but you don't like me and it's mm, half about that's the a good fi- title. I know, right? It's half. Is it about juggalos? Half of it is. Okay. So it's it's half about the fish fandom phenomenon, <laughs> and half about the juggalo phenomenon, which is really interesting. And he got into yeah. fish because he was dating a girl who was a huge fish fan or had been, and so he followed fish around for like a summer. But then he was huh. also going to at least two gatherings of the juggalos, which is pretty cool. Um. And what he says about the the gathering of the Juggalos is that it, it kind of has become like a fan base movement. And he pretty much says that the music has become almost secondary to the right. community, which is really interesting. He says, um, as I write this, I'm beginning to realize that Insane Clown Posse is no mere band. It's Shell Silverstein's The Giving Tree. It's all thanks to a very small <laughs> subsection of people within the subculture and a great big nothing to the rest of society. Hmm yeah the it's it's all thanks to those people who like piss and cheerios or whatever <laughs> wait what <laughs> i'm just trying to think like this this theme in the last couple albums this one included it's just been like oh juggalos are so belligerent and they do all this wacky oh. very, very grotesque things <laughs> but you gotta love them they're the ah, you pissed in my cheerios <laughs> fuck you i love you <laughs> <laughs> exactly uh yeah. Ah, oh, yes, you stepped in my pudding. You st- <laughs> it's usually it's it's usually uh, a body function, um, gross gross body part, and then in food. Yeah, you pooped in my popcorn. Or 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 weird and bad sex. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you put your you put your boob in my butt. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! I hate you, but I love you. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. 
<laughs> you put okay, your toes hold on. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna Hop, get on you, Pornhub real quick. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you you got a couple dozen more more of these? No. <laughs> I mean, I'll sprinkle them out. Oh, okay. Oh, gross. Um, yeah. So uh, that, that's that's very heartening to hear from Brad um, because. I don't know. We're not really trying to like shit on ICP necessarily, even if you we said hardening. Like, yeah, I'm getting hard just thinking about it. Okay. <laughs> I'm getting heart just thinking about it. Like an extra heart, like heart in Zelda. Time. Oh, God. <laughs> Fuck you. You're, you're on fire tonight. Do you get in those Gemma Cha jokes? No, I'm drinking this like really nice cider. I went oh, to. Boozy cider? Uh, yes. Oh, there it I, is. That's why. I got some like hopped cider oh delicious hopped up on hop cider huh that's what i am i like it yeah so i like i like a nice loosey. drunk cam yeah your goose is also loose um <laughs> <laughs> yeah so all that to say thank you brad um and we we really don't want and it, it, it means a lot that you um are sort of indulging us in our outsider perspective on icp and we really don't want to like come across as like offensive to the fans of the people that we're yeah. that we're listening to, um, because we have found a lot in ICP to to like, a lot more than the mainstream yes. really gives them credit for. But there are, there's problematic stuff too. But we we had problematic stuff for Garth as well. Um, That's true, just as much. Just as <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, one okay. Let's get back on this album. It's called Bizarre with two A's, and it's the first half. Well, it's not, they're two separate albums, but they're released on the same day as kind of the same album. And yeah. I think I know why. I think hmm. they did it because of contractual reasons. Oh. So on Wikipedia, it says, following the release of the albums. Oh, oh, bizarre and bizarre. Insane Clown Posse left Island Records after its contract expired because according to the group, they did not want to release its sixth Joker's card through Island Records. Uh, so they're like, we we don't want to give any more Joker's cards to Island Records. So let's release a couple of contractually obligated albums just to get out their contract. Yeah. Hmm. So I think that's why they're two separate ones. So this is uh, like, um, was it Fresh Horses? Is that the one? No. Uh, no, the Scarecrow. The Scare- Scarecrow. <laughs> yeah, the the the, the post gains one. Yeah, this is basically their Scarecrow. Yeah, but there's two like, of them. We have to do this, but there's two yeah. of them. But that's pretty smart. Yeah. Double album, just get it out of the way. Yeah. It's it's not like they have a problem like making content. No. Nope. Quantity's never been an issue for no. ICP. They've released I three albums in two years at this point. Plus like EPs also, and B sides albums and like compilations and stuff. Also, like looking at this album, I was like, okay, sixty six minutes, so this is like a standard length. Uh-huh. But then the last track is like fucking 20 minutes long or something yeah and uh it's like a bunch of hidden tracks and there's stuff like, like that five or six secret songs well, not necessarily did you listen songs. to them all yeah more like secret i did tracks. too they're not a lot of them are not really worth listening to no there's a reason they're <laughs> hidden <laughs> yeah exactly um so about the music this album actually made me laugh out loud i think that might be a first for icp I was literally lolling, lolling. Were you raffling? Mm, not no, but I was lamowing. Were you raffle mowing? <laughs> uh, um, no, 
I was still standing or sitting. I don't know. Um, and is it possible to laugh out loud your ass off? <laughs> sure. Why not? As long as you're laughing out your ass, which I do frequently yeah. <laughs> should smell what it smells like in here. It's not, not great. Not a great environment. Um, it's a, it's a very serious condition. I wish you wouldn't make light of it. <laughs> I know you use comedy to like, <laughs> to, to mask your insecurity about yeah, it's a your, coping mechanism. Your fart laughs. laughs. I'm chuckling from both ends right now. Um, there's more of that like laid back flow from Violent J that's like v- very much not well. It's not really like rapping per se. There are a couple songs here that are like spoken word pieces almost, right? Which I kind of like. He, I get a little bit annoyed at, by it because he's. It's still just a couplet. He just is feels a little. I guess I like him more than his contrived like da 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 bo da 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 da. Like it's definitely yeah. better than that. Yeah, but um, yeah. Um, t- 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 so bizarre and bizarre. Did you say already about how it's spelled? Oh, I don't think I did. This one is spelled with two A's: B I Z A A R. The other one is two Z's: B I Z Z A R. Neither spelling is a correct spelling of. Of any of the homonyms, oh, bizarre. Look at you being a prescriptivist. <laughs> so it makes me wonder because I was like, "Why are they? Why are they doing this? Is there any meaning to like the words at all?" And I thought, obviously, you know, bizarre would be closer to the other album, the the, the two Z's. Yeah, I think. Well, actually, there's no bizarre spelling has two Z's. So I don't know, but this this one is closer to the B A Z A A R, right? Like, like the marketplace. marketplace, yeah. And there are some things in here about the about money and about industry, yeah. Um, and I don't know if that's on purpose or not. It's kind of a stretch, but hmm. um, that's definitely a theme in the last album and in this one is the effect of fame, the effect of success, um, and this one's a more of a self-deprecating like self-reflective um take on yeah. success and money um and a little bit of sadness too and mourning and yeah. like kind of grief about it um which uh yeah i kind of it's still a little like self-indulgent and like not quite i don't know they're they're not very eloquent yeah <laughs> A lot of the time. Uh, so, it, you know, it's... But I still I still appreciate it. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's quite a few songs in here that sound like sort of Nine Inch Nails or Marilyn Manson. Mm. I'm, I'm not really sure, like, to what extent they're doing it consciously as sort of a parody. But it reminds me a lot of Weird Al's songs that are um, just like parodies of an entire band's career or style. Right. And my favorite of those is called Everything You Know Is Wrong, which is a sort of parody of They Might Be Giants from the well, their early stuff from like the early 90s. And it's great. And it goes a little something like this. Yes, well, finally I recognize the face of my Hibachi dealer who takes off his prosthetic lips and tells me everything you know is wrong. Black is white, up is down, and short is long. Everything you thought was just so important doesn't matter. 
heard that one. It's it's from uh, what's the one before Running with Scissors? The one where he's got the it's, weird hair. It sounds a lot like uh, sounds a lot like They Might Be Giants. It sounds so much like They Might Be Giants. It's totally spot on. But it's it's uh, he doesn't he doesn't say in the song title that it's like uh, this is a parody of They Might Be Giants, and it's not in like the album notes or liner notes or anything. So it's a uh, fun little thing if you know what They Might Be Giants is like. Um, shall we get into it, Cameron? Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm ready. Okay. Yeah. So why don't we start with the song called Intro, which bizarrely enough, get it, bizarre, is not on Spotify, which is strange. So it had to fall off an internet truck. Don't, don't tell the FBI. I, I didn't listen to that. Oh, I told you. I put it in the slack. I told you to. Well, you can oh, listen shit. to this part of it. And this morning... Witnesses say it looked like a large, dark rain cloud that initially started over Hart Plaza, and within hours, the cloud spread, now covering a large portion of the Midwest. People in the affected regions say it looks like the workings of an incredible thunderstorm, with bizarre weather events being linked to the cloud, including... Bizarre weather events being linked to the cloud. Yeah. So, it's one of the least song-like of the intro songs. Um... Although that's some kind of fun, like, keyboard work, sort of, like, uh, atmospheric, like, Herbie Hancock stuff. Um, and I th- Yeah, a little E-piano. E yeah. I think what it's doing is that it's incarnating the dark carnival as, like, this huge dark cloud with red lightning that's sort of floating over Detroit. And what that does is that it right away establishes that this album is thematically linked to the dark carnival even though it's not a joker's card album right well let's go on to the next song which is called take me away So ICP will never die and they live for the dark carnival and they also die for the dark carnival. Hmm. They never die and they die for the dark. Never mind. Uh, So they start talking about Shangri-La and living forever in a way that sounds like they're Christians almost. It's a very like, it's kind of a worship song. Yeah. To the dark carnival. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of shout outs to the community that ICP has built and their loyalty to it. Like the lines, I ain't sitting out playing the star biz. Put me in the crowd where my juggalos is. Mm-hmm. Um, I do I do really like some of the lines in the first verse. But for everybody here, I can promise you this. You'll never hear us rap about the typical bullshit. Bling, bling, all the money they got. All the ice they wear. All the people they shot. Uh, not about that one. All the freaks they pull and all the cars they drive. Only we rap about fucking a beehive. <laughs> Which immediately shows up in the next track. Yeah, it does. <laughs> it's Chekhov's Beehive. Chekhov's Beehive. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, I hate you. You have so many good jokes tonight. If there's if there's a beehive in the scene, yeah. it will be fucked in the second act. <laughs> Chekhov was famous for saying that. And then later somebody applied it to a gun or something. Who cares? Yeah, um, yeah I think this is my first lol moment for this album just the uh the The beehive fucking yeah because it's like he says it so like like uh like uh fake emphatically 
uh, like play emphatically rather is a better way of saying that. Just like as if, you know, we rap about the real shit, not these fakers. They're not brave enough to rap about fucking a beehive. It's <laughs> <laughs> really funny. This yeah. kind of like posturing that they're doing. Um, uh, I like this. Um, the The word scrubs is showing up a lot. Yeah, they um, really like that I, show, don't they? I, I speak. Okay. <laughs> I'm no Superman. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. I really liked that show. And like in retrospect, I'm like, that's probably a really bad show, wasn't it? <laughs> I don't know about that. It might actually be know. good. Maybe. Maybe. I, don't I just know. have like a lot of um, kind of like sour taste in my mouth from what's his name? Uh, Zach Barf? Yes. <laughs> yeah, Zach Barf. Yeah, he has. A, do you know that he has a show now where he's like, uh, it's like a network TV show about how he's the, the head of a podcast company? What? <laughs> this uh, is, doesn't that sound like the most like gross millennial bait you've ever heard? <laughs> yeah. Do they eat avocado toast also? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, yeah, I I really don't like, I really didn't like his whole shtick after seeing him in Garden State. Yeah. Which a lot of people thought was really good, but I thought was garbage. I mean, I watched it in my, like, late teens, so obviously I loved it. Yeah, of course you did. <laughs> it's a very adolescent just movie. Like I, just like I loved Clerks, I do not think I would still love oh, Clerks. Shit. I saw Clerks in my late teens, and I was, like, totally nonplussed by it. I was very impressionable. An impressional uh, but, teen. Yeah. So just to cover, um, a scrub is a guy who thinks he's fly and is also known as a busta busta, always mm. talking about what he wants and just sits on his broke ass. Yeah. And he's always so. hanging out the passenger side of his best friend's ride and trying to holler at me. Also, I don't want in, that TL- <laughs> also in that TLC song, um, uh, scrub is a person who pisses in your hot tubs. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay. That, that is the following line. I speak for the crazy. I speak for the scrubs. I speak for the thugs pissing in your hot tubs. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, they have the most tortured rhyme I've ever seen on an ICP song in mm. this one. So Jay says, come take a journey through heaven and hell. See what we have to come and share the story I tell. Walk hand in hand with the devil and God. Let them pull you in half. Purgatory is I. Live forever! Take a journey through heaven and hell. See what we have to come and share the story I tell. Walk hand in hand with the devil and God. Let them pull you in half. Purgatory is I. <laughs> he tries to I make I rhyme with God. Man, I feel like uh, this episode, I already have so much editing to do. Like last week, it was so smooth, and I barely had any. And now I'm just gonna lots of little snips here and there, like a briss. <laughs> yep. So how about the next song? It's called Fearless. I'll suck a punch a gorilla, and then try to run with a banana hanging out my ass. I'll fucking become pen pals with the Unabomber. Let them send me packages. I drive an ice cream truck to Ethiopia, talking about Ooh, free ice cream sandwiches. So Jay ain't scared of no ghosts. Uh, fearless. So this is why I like I try to do a synopsis of like I take notes on every song, just yeah, <laughs> even when it's not mine. It's just because like I totally was prepared to talk about. 
uh, all of the other songs. Oh, no. <laughs> I just didn't see your Slack notification. Uh, okay. Yeah, I, uh, I like downloaded I, it and put it in Slack and everything. Yep, I see it now. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk about Fearless with authority here at, and confidence. Wow, I'm fearless. <laughs> uh, so this is like a, this is a song. Oh, yeah, about, it is. It is a song. Okay. <laughs> Just like it is that much. my notes. Uh, <laughs> this is a song about how um, ICP and I guess maybe also Juggalos uh, are fearless. Mm-hmm. And every line is, starts with the word I'll. Uh-huh. Um, it's sort of like I have a dream. <laughs> Just like the power of repetition. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) It starts with the word aisle, and then it says, do something really ridiculous that's very dangerous and stupid. Is this the first Um, time ICP has been compared to Martin Luther King Jr., do you think? (laughs) I hope so. (laughs) (laughs) I hope so, too. (laughs) Uh, Especially since we're doing this in February. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, So here's some examples. Uh I'll walk through Compton alone and sport Wranglers and a cowboy hat. Tight Wranglers again. <laughs> yeah. I'll headbutt a fucking unicorn. Come here, bitch. No. <laughs> I love... I actually think that's really funny. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I thought that was pretty good. I highlighted that one. I'll headbutt a unicorn. That's pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> very, very stupid. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, the uh, Ethiopian one. Uh, a little insensitive. Yep. So here's here's one. Uh, I'll clinch my butt cheeks shut while a ruthless alien trying to probe me. I think that one actually is smart. Yeah. <laughs> Use I mean... those kegels. <laughs> keep the keep them probes away. Yeah. So that one actually is like I don't know how that got in there because that one makes a lot more sense. Yeah. Uh, there's a really bad one in here. Uh, very transphobic. Yeah. I'll pick up a hooker with a deep voice, and then a deep voice person says, "I'm Jenny." And then he says, nah, I wouldn't. It's like he would do all of these things, but he wouldn't like have sex with a uh, trans uh, a trans person. Yeah. yeah. So that's like unfortunate, especially yeah. because I feel like there's a weird part of me that like kind of appreciates the way that they like, um, <laughs> I don't, there's no good way to say this, oh, uh, hmm. objectify fat women. Because like oh. there's always there's there's always been an aspect of it that has felt like it's like an equal opportunity, um, like 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 it's coming from an honest place. Yeah, I think I think what you mean is more like sexualize fat women rather than objectify them. Well, they are objectifying. Well, I guess they do both, women. don't they? <laughs> yes, I mean like. But the positive one you want to talk about is the sexualizing them, not the that, objectifying them. That that is what I mean. Yeah, obviously, all of the sexualization, almost without exception, is problematic in ICP songs. Yeah, but um, I do. So it's like the point I'm trying to make is I always kind of like part of me kind of appreciated that because it felt like it was actually coming from an honest place. Yeah, and not just like a a neg. Mm-hmm. But like, no, I actually am attracted to these women uh especially from shaggy two dope yeah uh but then for this line it's like i would expect them to take a similar kind of stance and just say like yeah like i'll fuck a trans person because why the hell not yeah um yeah 
and I mean, be be subversive to like uh, sexuality phobias. Yeah, I mean he's it he's seems... willing to do like some gay shit with Jeffrey Dahmer. He says, "I'll meet Jeffrey Dahmer at some kind of bar. Let him take me home and eat me." Yeah. Do you, do you think I, that's I, the joke I, he's making? No, I think he just literally means eat. Oh, eat me. okay. <laughs> Isn't Jeffrey Dahmer, Dahmer a cannibal? Yeah, yeah. He ate, he ate dudes. Okay. He he ate a guy, but don't tell. Yeah. Or how does it go? I ate a dead body, but don't tell. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that, that's a good point. Here's the beehive. I'll go to a big house beehive on a tree, drop my drawers, and hump it. Yeah. Yeah. I'll start a record label and base everything I got on MC Hammer. Ooh, can't burn. touch this too. <laughs> Do you remember that voice? My favorite yes. part of the song is 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 when he says that, and a voice in the background is like, "Can't touch this too." As if you can sequelize Great. songs like that, which is hilarious. I don't have much else to say about this song. Yeah, I I enjoy it. I think it's it's kind of fun. Uh, it's funny. More, it's more funny. tall it's just, tales. It's just a bunch of jokes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's more of that like. Um, is this the one that has sort of, yeah, it has like less rappy flow and more sort of like laid back spoken word stuff. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's not very rappy. Yeah. There's, there's more Michael Jackson hate. I'll hunt Michael Jackson's plastic surgeon, tell him, Hey, do me up. Well, the dude was like sort of addicted to plastic surgery and had seemed to have some pretty severe body dysmorphia while also going through vitiligo. So that was kind of, kind of shitty that everyone made fun of him for it yeah he's a troubled dude anyway on to the done done on to the next one we're like the foo fighters and the next song is called rainbows and stuff Yeah, so this one, this the chorus is just like I was talking about with those Weird Al band parodies. Uh, it's sort of, I don't know if it's like meant to evoke Nine Inch Nails or if it's more of like a generic metal thing. I don't really know enough about Nine Inch Nails to say for sure. And maybe they're a future subject of the show? I don't know. Oh, good idea. Yeah, they're already on my long list, have been for a while. Uh, so this song is... Mm, not really sure how I should take it. I kind of want to be on board with its humor, but um, so Jay and Shaggy are doing this in the verses. Jay and Shaggy are doing this single sing song, childish rhymes. Like I like ice cream, cherry pie and lemonade with summer freeze. I like rainbows, leafy trails and puppy dogs and bumblebees. Oh, there's more bumblebees. Holy crap. He's going to chase it down and have sex with it. Um, and then, you heard the chorus they like break into these metal guitars and they're just screaming and up to that point i think i'm sort of on board except shaggy's parts uh yeah. he makes it clear that this is a hatred song directed specifically at a woman who they call bitch and accused of being a slut and a whore yeah yeah i feel like this song would be well i, I don't like this song very well like even without that part but like it's just like They've been doing this thing for a while, which is just like, let's have a fun. Isn't it funny when we have a like super twee music juxtaposed with dark content? Yeah. And it's always like very on the nose. Yeah. 
also whenever they do twee stuff it's it's just very irritating yeah. sonically yeah it is it's <laughs> so, kind of unpleasant to listen to yeah so like yeah i think shaggy's part just kind of gives me an excuse to just be like oh, I, I don't like the song anyway you're gonna write it off <laughs> yeah yeah that's interesting i i thought you were gonna sort of defend what shaggy is doing and say that it's like so it's, it's got to be tongue-in-cheek because it's so over the top fuck you no i, <laughs> I don't mean that as a criticism i really thought that you would like uh, mra I, over here <laughs> that's camera do it men's rights activists it's you know, good people on both sides <laughs> do you have a red pill i could take um yeah, yeah anyway <laughs> yeah um I, I, I do like there's this cute moment where Violent J says, I like Shaggy. He's my friend. I like his mom because she's nice to me. And Shaggy says, thank you, Jay. I like you too. And Violent J says, oh, well, it's okay. We're family. Um, yeah, so that's kind of a cute little moment between them. Uh, which, by the way, there's there's seems like there's not very much Shaggy on this record. Yeah, it's definitely less. Yeah. I wonder if he's more on the ZZ. Uh, album bizarre bizarre we'll, we'll have to start pronouncing them separately biz bizarre bizarre this one's bizarre and that biz- one's bizarre 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 biz no you got to put that glottal stop bizarre and bizarre so let's move on to the next song it's called what 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 you don't like me I make you sick. Come here and get a mouthful of dick. Cause I am what I am. What I wanna be is right. What? I act how I wanna act. I see what I wanna see. What? So folks call him the Maverick. Well, he ain't too diplomatic. <laughs> uh, I, I love about this show that we're like, all the comparisons that we make. <laughs> like whenever we compare Garth to ICP and then whoever comes next is just like, so bizarre mm-hmm. um, so yeah this song is ICP is belligerently individualistic yeah and uh, they want to know if you have a problem with it and the way that they ask is they say what <laughs> at the end of every line <laughs> what, um, what what be more constructive with your feedback what <laughs> Uh, and this is another song where it's the rhythm of the, it's not, it's not really rap. It's, they're actually kind of singing. Um, but they're, uh, they're just following the bass line kind of note for note and rhythm for rhythm. Yeah. Um, I don't know why I make a distinction between note and rhythm because a note is a pitch and a duration. Mm, yeah. It's, yeah. I don't know why I'm saying that. You're that the way. one with the composition degree. <laughs> <laughs> actually <laughs> well actually <laughs> um yeah so every single line is uh i you know i stay scrubby even though i'm paid what dropped out in the sixth grade what had syphilis three times what mm. <laughs> committed mad felony i like this line actually committed mad felony crimes <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I like the overstating like like rap rhymes felony crimes yeah they even rhyme <laughs> Very good. Um, I slapped Michael Jackson's face off. What? Yeah. Comes again. Yep. Uh, I watch my neighbor in the shower, then waggle my dick for half an hour. No what there? Mm. They don't They don't want a response to that. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually kind of like this, <laughs> this one. 
Yeah. Uh, I put old ladies in headlocks. What? <laughs> and run with their ass for blocks. What? <laughs> what? How could you possibly have a problem with that? There's this line from... Uh, did you ever see that movie... Tropic Thunder. Oh yeah, tons of times. Okay, I've only seen it the one time, but there's this one part where Jack Black is like running in these like dirty underwear, um, <laughs> like with like is it like a bunch of coke or heroin? Yeah, it's like or an something? arm full of like uh, coke powder, just like holding it in his arms. Yeah, and he, I think he says, "Don't judge me." <laughs> he does, yeah. <laughs> and in that situation, he's like in the middle of like a war zone. He's supposed to be yeah. like helping. Yeah, he's like it's the last thing he should be doing. <laughs> uh, in dirty Don't judge me. Less. So I, I kind of appreciate that like attitude. I put all the ladies in headlocks. What? What? Um, yeah. I rent studios and don't pay. Oh, I was going to say. What? That. Come on, Shaggy, don't play. Mike? Because <laughs> uh, when Come on, Shaggy, don't play is Mikey Clark's voice breaking in. Yeah. And then Shaggy's and, response uh, is, I am what I am. They, they, they fell out with Mikey Clark in this, in this album. What? According to Wikipedia, they had a falling out, and then Mikey Clark, after this double album, would not, uh, he didn't return until 2007. Really? Yeah, so, like, that's funny that there's a little joke Yeah. in there. Like, I don't know what the falling out was. Probably money-related, but... Probably. Yeah. Uh, so, Jay plays the dozens with some Yo Mama jokes. He says, your mama's got a glass titty with a screw-on nipple. What? What, your mama live in a two-story Dorito bag? She got a wooden leg with a birdhouse in it. And I... Did you know, Cameron, that the Bible has motherfucking yo mama jokes in it? What? Yeah, Second Kings 9, I think. Um, when Joram saw Jehu, he asked, Have you come in peace, Jehu? How can there be peace, Jehu replied, as long as all the idolatry and witchcraft of your mother Jezebel abound? Boom shock a day. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's a lot more Yo Mama jokes in the uh, in the uh, hidden tracks of the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, T T R A C T S. Hidden tracks. That's what the Dead Sea Scrolls were. I think they're just yeah, a bunch of Yo Mama all jokes. All Yo Mama <laughs> jokes. All those apocryphal Yo Mama jokes. Exactly. <laughs> They were not canonized. <laughs> this song also features Twisted again. And mm-hmm. uh, I think they're sort of like a copy of ICP. They also wear clown makeup um, and make horrorcore rap rhymes. Yeah, I'm looking at a picture of them right now. Yeah. Um, but they and ICP form this kind of super group named Dark Lotus, which is referenced in one of these songs. Anyway, uh, enough with that song. Let's talk about Still Stabbing. <laughs> I'm in a business meeting with a looking at him, I'm smiling. <laughs> I jumped up the steps, but he kicked my ass. Seventeenth uh, floor, they threw me out through the glass. <laughs> help me! Help him! Fucking help me! Help him! I need you to help me! Help him! Somebody come and help me! So it's a sequel to I Stab People from the Amazing Jekyll Brothers. Stab, 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 stab. I kind of like that. I think it's pretty catchy. <laughs> yeah. Stab, 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 stab. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so Violent J opens the song by asking if it's okay with, quote, them, you know, them, Dark Carnival in general, uh, to address us. And then there's another litany of people that Jay stabs. Uh, but this one, this song's longer this time. 
Uh, seems more fun and exaggerated than the last Stabbing yeah. song, which yes. so I think they pull it off better. It's sort of like the same song, but better. There's um, a lot more jokes in it. Yeah. There's some kind of harsh jokes. Like, I love stabbing people. Def Leppard, remember them? Well, I cut their fucking drummer's arm off. You can ask him. <laughs> Woof. How, does, how did he lose his arm? That's a good question. I, I don't know. I mean, I guess now we know. <laughs> Oh yeah, it was Jay. He got his arm stabbed off. Stabbed off. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, car accident. Of Mm. course, he's still a drummer though. His arm got hit by a car. His arm got stabbed by a car. (laughs) Um, I think the best joke on this song is when he stabs the president of Island Records, which is the Uh. label that released this album. (laughs) Yeah, and then they they. well, yeah, because they, they try quit, to stab him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's actually a kind of interesting thing. They try to stab him. Yeah. And then uh, they get the, he gets his ass kicked. Yeah. Leo Owen, the president of Island. I'm in a business meeting with him, looking at him, smiling. I jump up and stabbed him, but he kicked my ass. Seventeenth floor. They threw me out through the glass. Hey, uh, Waffle House shows up. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Check off the Waffle House. Yeah. Uh, I thought this chorus was interesting. Um. Help me, and then a gang of people saying "fuck you," "fucking yeah. help me," "fuck you." I need you to help me. Fuck you. Somebody come and help me. Fuck you. I, I thought that was like kind of weirdly powerful mm-hmm. in this like really silly song. Just this like, hey, obvious calls for help, and then you know just being shot down over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's interesting because um, he he's only said "help me" in one other song, and that was the other. Uh, the other stabbing people song, right? Yeah. Um, did you want me to play this other sound sample for you? Oh, uh, did I ask you to do one? Yeah, that's the <laughs> one about Lilith Fair. Oh yeah, what is what is that? I can play it. Yeah. There, started stabbing lesbians. It was millions of them there. I took off my thong and I jumped in a pit. But there wasn't any pit. It was only me and that was it. But so what? I was oh, yeah. myself all over the floor. Sarah McLaughlin was on stage. <laughs> yeah, uh, I just think that, that that flow there is really entertaining. <laughs> I didn't even know what he meant at first. It's like obviously there wouldn't be like a pit at a Sarah McLaughlin. <laughs> McLaughlin mm-hmm. show, uh, but so what? So what? I just thought that was funny in mm-hmm. a way that I probably couldn't recreate. What is Lilith Fair? It's a it's a female artist music festival, I think. Um, and so he has the tasteless comments about stabbing lesbians. There were millions of them there. Um, yeah. Do you know who Lilith was, by the way? No. Adam's first wife in supposedly in uh i think where does that come from it's not in like the old testament um is it from like the talmud what are you talking about lilith adam's first wife figure in jewish mythology uh developed earliest Uh, in the babylonian talmud hell yeah score one for the big guy like before eve there was lilith Yeah. yeah and her her problem was that she was too uppity and she didn't want to be adam's like help meet and be under his authority or whatever. And so she got too uppity and she got kicked out of the garden. Uh, and she became this like demon figure because she wanted equality. And so then, uh, God gave Adam. Yikes. I know we can't have equality. Can we? (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. Yeah. 
Oh, right. oh. I gotta look into that. Yeah. In Jewish folklore, uh, she was created at the same time and from the same dirt as Adam. Mm. Unlike Eve, who was created from one of Adam's Whoa. ribs. That's insane. Mm-hmm. That's that's a lot to chew on right there. Yep. Metaphors. The cow, uh, the cows to grace. Yeah. Uh, why do you always say that? You said that twice now. That's Bill Jolliffe used to say that. I don't. What What does it mean? It's like, what What is a metaphor? The cows to grace. Oh my god! I just got it. <laughs> that's more of what a pasture for. <laughs> Pat, what's a pasture for? Take that, Bill. <laughs> Meadows are unspoiled. Who's the professor <laughs> now, Bill? <laughs> Here's our poetry professor. Yeah. But the professor has become the professee. Yeah. Oh, wait. You wanted me to, to play a f- Mountain Goat's song. Oh, yeah. For the step. Okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. I totally forgot about all the things I requested. So <laughs> It was like an hour I ago, man. That was before the cider. Uh, my favorite, <laughs> My favorite stabbing song is Foreign Object by Mountain Goats, and here's a little sample of it. I'm gonna stick you in the eye with a foreign object. I'm gonna poke you in the eye with a foreign object. Yeah. That's that's the chorus of the song. Uh, that whole album is about professional wrestling. And uh, this character in here is just like, he's going to like make a violent scene like on TV Mm -hmm. and he's going to break all the rules. And uh, it's just like a super satisfying uh, (laughs) anthem. And um, out of his newest, out of Mountain Goat's newest records, like that's like the song that like people scream like at live shows. Whoa. Is that song. Yeah. That's a little Uh, unsettling. Yeah. But it's super fun. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you listened to the whole song, but... I didn't. No, I didn't have time. You should. It's great. Yeah. Beat the Champ is very, very good, and there's a there's a few songs that, like, kind of quench that Mountain Goats, you know, like, what you go to Mountain Goats for. Right. Like, just, like, um, yeah, bu- kind of similar to ICP. You know, it's, like, belligerent, um, spiteful... Um, wish fulfillment satisfying kind of song but mm. but he does it so eloquently and mm. that song is one of them interesting i'll, I'll bring i'll bring the lp over next uh, time i come to okay. be, to 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 be to b town to b town <laughs> okay well next song is called tilt a whirl is that they all die supposed to sound like Kurt Cobain? It's I yeah I totally thought it sounded like '90s grunge, which I kind yeah. of I kind of enjoyed um, mm. much more than the ver- much more than the verses for sure. The heart wants what it wants. <laughs> I got gotta have that grunge. Yeah. Uh, this is kind of the actual first Dark Carnival song. Mm, yeah, sort of. Uh, it's you know a a carnival esque uh, method of murdering people. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shaggy and Jay just sort of swap couplets. 
There's a lot of non-rap in this album. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of fun uh, to hear them experimenting with that, but sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. Yeah. I mean, but we've we've heard them do this kind of like monotonous chant every line in the same rhythm yeah. kind of thing before. It's true. Yeah. What is what is this? Uh I'm gonna, I'm gonna just gonna read this because I highlighted it, but I don't remember what I had to say about it. Looky look, a fancy fuck with his wallet up his butt. Interesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Give the wealthy what they want. Fuck the line. Put him up front. Uh, welcome to our spectacle. Carney rides eccentrical. I kind of mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, that's good. Ho- hope you like it even though have to mingle with the poor. It probably pronounces uh, it Poe. Poe yeah. to, with spectacle. Yeah. For the Kung Fu Panda um, reference. Yeah. If, God. <laughs> <laughs> Here you go, sir. Have a seat. Uh, there you've got to take this ride. It's neat. Tell you now the ride is fast. Might want me to hold your cash. We gonna spin until your soul leaves your body dead and cold. Tilt a whirly, spraying blood all over the neighborhood. Neighborhood. HUD. <laughs> Does he say neighborhood? I don't remember. I don't remember. Um, but yeah, that's kind of like the one of the only times that theme shows up in this album. Rich people. Yeah. Well, rich, like, killing killing rich people in the carnivalesque way. Yeah. In the dark carnivalesque yeah. way. But, um... I mean, we've we've heard it all before. This... I kind of, I kind of liked this, like, this idea of, you know, rich people coming to the carnival, because it's, it's the idea that it's like, well, everyone still kind of, like, wants to come here, but you have to, like, look at poor people. Yeah. it's also for them. I kind of appreciated that. Yeah, but even so, like, he gets to skip the line <laughs> rich people get all the breaks well he gets to skip to the line to die first yeah but apparently everyone else wants to die first too yeah take a ride i mean well, I unless mean, the tilt world doesn't kill everybody maybe it just that's that's kills the bad question people. in the dark carnival are there people who get in and actually have a good time i don't know i mean i can't tell if this is like post judgment and then right. this is one of the ways that they're executed or what it's held pretty loosely because this album isn't yeah. really a Joker's card. So. Yeah. But. yeah. I mean, we've, yeah, this is definitely a song that we've basically heard before. Yeah. Um, I don't have much to say about it. Yep. Let's talk about the next one, which has a title that's censored on Spotify. Keep your hungry mouth shut, cause I'm living it up. Some more metal in those choruses. Um, I kind of like this song. Yeah, the, Jay has some interesting interaction with rhythm in his yeah. flow. Uh, especially that like, like guitar riff is kind of like funky and syncopated. And then the way he like interacts it with his rapping, it interacts with it with his rapping. It's like you, pretty cool. Do you check... You check that rhyme scheme in the in the first verse. Oh, how does that go? Is that so, the one where he's like uh, tickle pank or whatever? No, that's that's the second one. Oh, okay, but in the in the first verse, every single time he does, he'll um, he'll do couplet, and then the first beat of the next line is this it rhymes with the end of the couplet oh yeah that's really good every every time i like that a lot it's pretty good yeah he's got some good flow 
And he commits to it for the whole first verse. He does it, I think, a couple times. I don't know if he does it at all in any of the other verses, but he does some interesting stuff in the other verses, too. Yeah. Including uh, just, isn't this the one where it's like a long onomatopoeia for guns? <laughs> Which one? Where? Uh, he goes, oh, let me just read the whole thing real quick. Chicka pow pow click click chicka pow pow bang bang ching ching bang ching a ling bang pow wow chick pow pow excuse me pow pow chicka bang bang chicka pow pow wow that's the whole last three lines of the third verse <laughs> oh man I kind of liked it I felt like he earned it by then because he totally. just said so much before then yeah he's also he's got some really fun like wordplay going on call me jigaligilo fuck the juggalo escrow billion dollar drop nonstop for my pop never need to cop a mop what you got get the fuck off my block uh, I also the, the first couple lines of that verse he says Seven figure bank, what you think, bitch? You tickle me, pank. You looking rank? I like that. <laughs> Could have stank till I screw, screw, Horace tank. So uh, tickle me, pank is like, I yeah, I like some really of the, delightful. Yeah, the way they like kind of cram the rhymes in. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then it ends with this way that they address their critics slash enemies. He says yeah. they want you to love me, want you to need me, want you to use me. Want, they want you to hate me, want you to take me, want you to kill me. So I guess the mainstream or like the larger music industry wants the fans to sort of use up ICP and spit them out. Right. I think. Um, and it's, it's, this is the part that sounded the most Nine Inch Nails on the album to me. It goes like this. I've only ever heard like one or two Nine Inch Nails songs. And I think that one reminds me of, I guess it's got to be Animal. Yeah. I want to fuck you like an animal. That's not a Nine Inch Nails song, is it? Yeah. I don't think it is. Oh, you, you want to step to me, boy? Isn't it Bloodhound Gang? No. You're thinking of uh, You and Me Baby Ain't Nothing But Mammals. Let's do it like they do on the Discovery Channel. I'm talking You're about... Right. Do you, you want me to... If you give I me a second, I can, I can play it. I know. <laughs> That's exactly right. I hope you've learned a valuable lesson here tonight. Okay. <laughs> I want to fuck you like an animal. Eh, my whole existence is flawed. You get me closer to God. <laughs> you didn't. You didn't really talk about like the 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 story here. Oh, uh, is there a story here? I guess as far as I can, as far as I can tell, it's it's like sort of uh, criticizing rich people, and then he steals the money, and then uh, and then he like shoots people. I guess. All right. Well, eh, let's just move on to the next. <laughs> what is this one called? Please don't hate me. And there she was with a titty hanging out of bra. One thing just led to another. Next thing you know, I'm butt fucking your mother. mother. Please don't hate me. But I've been fucking your mom lately. Please don't hate me. I never said I loved her. Uh, here it comes. Yeah. <laughs> here comes that confident, yeah. authoritative synopsis that I'm very prepared for. Oh, totally. 
Yeah, Fortunately, yeah. this this song, unlike the last one, really lays it out. Mm-hmm. It's it's definite. I mean, you just heard it. Yeah. I mean, uh, well, well, there's a there's a conceit St- of him. Stacy's mom has got it going on. <laughs> well, Homie's mom has got it going on. There's a conceit of him um, calling up someone on the phone, and then this song is basically him addressing that person and singing him a song about how he's, how he's having sex with his mother. Yeah. And uh, at the very end, uh, Shyamalan. Yeah. He, he really pulls it's, the Shyamalan. <laughs> it's Eminem's mom. <laughs> yeah. This is another feud song with Eminem. So apparently in June 2000, Eminem physically assaulted uh, Douglas Dale, an insane clown posse affiliate, what threatening is, him with a gun what in the parking lot. Mean? I I don't know. I should look into that. Threatening him with a gun in the parking lot of a car audio store in Royal Oak, Michigan. And Eminem pleaded guilty to a lesser charge in exchange for two years probation and a $10,000 fine. What the fuck? So, like, I thought this, like, feud was just, like, a fun kind of silly thing. But, like, apparently it's, like, kind of fucked up. <laughs> apparently it's real to Eminem. Yeah. Um, Which is... <laughs> It's funny because like ICP treats it in such a jokey, like goofy way. Like this is yeah. one of the the most like silly uh, beef like diss songs that I've ever heard. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> do you do you want to do you want to make the obvious joke or uh or should I? <laughs> Which obvious joke? Where's the beef? Uh, they they trying to get that mom's spaghetti. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> oh man, I posted it to Twitter, but uh, there's a great. There's a great uh, mom spaghetti video that someone sent us uh, yeah, on Patreon and uh, on Patreon, and it's um, Eight Mile it's or the, Lose Yourself. Excuse yeah, me, the so. song Lose uh, Yourself, and just like the end of every line is him singing Mom Spaghetti, uh-huh. and there's a video accompanying it with shots of spaghetti. It's and uh, it's pretty cleverly cut in. <laughs> it's ultra funny, yeah. I like I like the one where he's like at the line about food stamps and he's like food stamps won't cover mom spaghetti, because <laughs> um, it's pretty seamless when they draw it, when they edit it in every once in a while but sometimes it's just like kind of jarring. Yeah. yeah, I made the mistake of watching it at work and just like <laughs> <laughs> oh no trying trying to hold it in. I kind of think this song has a pretty chorus. It's like that, kind of pretty musically, yeah. <laughs> like the uh, yeah, it's, it's kind of kind of delicate and emotive, you know. Yeah, and like the background vocals and Shaggy in the background going, <laughs> that really got you, huh? Yeah, it sounded like Michael Franti <laughs> or like Rusted Root or something. Uh, Rusted Root. <laughs> I, I know that that's a band that people make fun of, but I never heard their music. Send me away, send me on my way. Uh, so for some reason, this this couplet I thought was funny, uh, and I can't really defend this. Uh huh. But oh, I think it's the I think it's the delivery. Uh, she's freaky. Her nipples look like peanuts. Your mom is one of my favorite sluts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. This song. I don't know. There's a lot to unpack here that I don't necessarily want to get into, but it's it's sort of sex positive in a way, um, but as as a way of like revenge. But it's kind of like this like positive song. 
Uh, but then there's also like she's married and her yeah. and his dad's there, and that feels very weird because they have so many songs about how they want to kill women who are unfaithful. Yeah. So I mean, is it that weird? <laughs> yeah, no. I, mean, I feel like that double standard is like kind of par for the course. Yeah, that's true. It's just inconsistent. Pick, pickle buffing shows up again though. Yeah. <laughs> so there's that. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, there's a lot of like. Uh, grotesque body stuff in here. Um, oh, oatmeal butts. Oatmeal butts. <laughs> cellulite. Uh, also, here's some fun lines. She calls me her big teddy bear. Rawr, I chase her around in my underwear. <laughs> it's adorable. Yeah, it's it's pretty fun. Uh, just, uh, I can't I can I can't hear him say that and not picture Violent J in tidy whiteies. Yeah, <laughs> it's got to be tidy whiteies. It can't be boxers. So. Uh, they say peace Eminem, and that's when the, it drops. And then uh-huh. uh, there's and? literally like an oh, <laughs> yeah. And it's uh, Dizam. I don't know. Somebody what that just is. got fucked up. Yeah. And and then that very very special word, <laughs> the N word. Somebody says. Yeah. I, I don't think yeah, someone says that. It's not Violent J or, or Shaggy saying it. Yeah. So. It, which always leads to the question. You know, when we're listening to one of these songs, you know, it's like, did a black person say this? <laughs> Was it Kid Rock? Yeah. Yes. So, no. <laughs> but in this song, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know, man. I I always like at work, like my, I have a, a new crop of kids who say this word a lot. And I always have to say just like, hey, you can't say that word here. Wait, white kids not, you say that? No, black kids. Oh, okay. And I, well, obviously I would say, <laughs> I would hope no, so. I, no, the black kids say it. I always just like take them out and like outside the classroom. I'm just like, Hey, it's fine. Just, you know, there's certain words that I say in some places and not in others. And <laughs> you could do that too. <laughs> if you use the power of your imagination. This after school program in, in, if you will, mixed company, oh. not the right place to say, <laughs> not, mm. not the right place to say that word. So the more you know. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, enough of this song and all that shit. Let's move on to a song I kind of liked, which is called Behind the Paint. But we was like, fuck y'all. We got each other with a drop of a homie call. Look at us now, bitch. All my platinum, all of my dick, but I'm the same as black dick. Forget the money of fame because beneath the paint, life's just like it always was. I don't care what critics say. I was shaking my head. So I'm glad to syn- I get to synopsize this one. If the last album was kind of an angry response to some of the criticism that ICP gets, this is a much more interesting and vulnerable response to that same criticism. I think it might be yeah. one of my favorite songs we've heard from ICP. It opens with these sound samples from news programs that cover ICP. And like there's this religious person, I think, saying the ICP are the Antichrist. Um, I'm sure there were like just tons of like, uh, horrible moralizing news stories about like these rappers dress up in clown makeup and tell your children to murder their teachers. More on this story after the break. Um, so this one is unambiguously autobiographical detailing some of Shaggy and Jay's hard childhoods in the failing schools with their families on welfare and people are writing them off. Then they achieve success through their music, and they say, look beneath the paint, bitch, it's the scrubs who won. So this is kind of following up on um, 
is it uh take me away that has like all the scrub talk um yeah yeah uh yeah, yeah 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 in a way it's sort of like it's a pretty standard rap form to have this sort of overcoming story there's a thousand rap songs about coming from poverty and making it with the music uh, but the 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 thing yeah. about those is so many of them are very triumphant, and it's kind of like, look at me, yeah. I did it, I'm great. And this one is not that. It was it shows us the pain and it shows us yep. the vulnerability. Um, and I think I'm gonna read the entire last verse um, because it's the most interesting. Uh, vamp a little bit more while I scroll down the genius. Okay, Violent J. Another girl I don't dare to confide. Well, earlier he had talked about walking past girls at, standing in line to go see their show, and they're like flashing him with their breasts. Um, so he says, another girl I don't dare to confide. Playing that role, it hurts inside. Here I am thinking she wants me. She only wants the killer on her CD. Just when I couldn't feel any worse, mm. bitch asked me if I could paint my face first. The day I finally get to, ha- to leave this land, behind the paint will be the shell of a used up man damn that's like yeah. hmm, that's really heavy and like really interesting because the thing that gets them their fame and their success and has them overcome this stuff is all almost becomes like a prison for him and i feel like this really relates yeah. to his panic attack on stage and cutting off his hair at the show yeah have you heard uh have you listened to damn by kendrick lamar i haven't the, no the album I have it on my i have it on my to get to playlist I mean, I don't know what else is on that list, but it's really, really good. Uh, some people say that it's better backwards, and I haven't done that yet. But Wait, like you play the songs backwards? Yeah. You hear a bunch of like, wait, like satanic messages No, 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 no I mean stuff? like in reverse order. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then you, you sync it to Dark Side of the Moon and Wizard oh, of Oz. Oh, okay. And Paul Blart Mall Cop 2. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so this, this song fear on, uh, on damn is, it might be my favorite Kendrick Lamar song, maybe. Mm. Um, but, uh, he talks about being a seven year old and his, and his mom threatening to beat him up for like every infraction. Uh And then in, in the second verse, he's, he's rapping about, um, sort of uh, being 17 and just knowing that he's going to die. He's just like, I'm probably going to die. Yeah. Um, just like kind of this like cold acceptance of that, like as a, uh, late teenaged, uh, black man, uh, he's probably going to die. Yeah. Um, and then the set third verse is 27 and him experiencing all this fear still being super successful. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's like really, really powerful and like, um, really vulnerable. And, um, at 27, my biggest fear was losing it all. Scared to spend money, had me sleeping from hall to hall, scared to go back to section eight with my mama stressing 30 shows a month and I still won't buy me no Lexus. Wow. Yeah. So yeah, that's a song that like does a similar thing, but just like, you know, obviously a million times better, but Mm -hmm. I, I I definitely appreciate the um uh the the vulnerability in, in ICP's song for like 
yeah, saying like, hey, uh, we finally made it and you guys made us famous, um, but uh, it's actually harder. Mm-hmm. Uh, it reminds me actually one more anecdote. It reminds me of uh, I met Daniel Smith um, from Danielson Trio uh-huh. or Danielson family. Rather, I don't know. Why I said try Danielson. <laughs> try Dan- <laughs> Danielson uh, duo. Uh, yeah. Danielson. I, I met him at uh, in in Philadelphia and um, I was like, hey, I uh, want to like kind of like pick your brain for a bit about, you know, being like a songwriter and being a touring musician and stuff. And he's like, well, I could just tell you right now. Um, you have to like work your ass off. And then if you do succeed, then you'll just have different problems. <laughs> That's like basically all he told me. And uh, yeah, it was just like, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I just, I, I really think ICP is at their best when they're very vulnerable and when they're making very poppy music. Those are like their two biggest strengths or or when they're being really when they're being really silly yeah the, yeah i i, I sort of agree i like when I, they're being silly yeah yeah most yeah, of that's, the time that's definitely true yeah yeah okay so speaking of silly songs how about <laughs> let's talk about this one about the way her titties swing around Violent J wants to have sex with his friend's girlfriend. Baby mama. Well, it's it's implied that it's not just baby mama, but that it's also... It doesn't, isn't the connotation behind baby mama that they're not necessarily in a relationship, but it's just like, this is how I relate to this person. They're the mother of my child. I don't isn't know. That the com- isn't that the I, connotation? I think that uh, a, a does not necessarily equal B, sort of that yeah. thing. But in, in this song, they're definitely in a relationship. Yeah. And yeah, I, I, yeah, I mean, like, it's possessive. I, it's grammatically possessive, not like emotionally possessive. My homie baby mama. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I, yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah. Um, Which actually is interesting because it's, it's a possessive in English that doesn't use the apostrophe S form, which is a feature in some African-American vernacular English speech yeah i don't have anything to say about that (laughs) i guess i like it yeah uh i kind of like this line um uh man we're raising a baby together this is like his his homie and then uh there's this and then violent jay is just like kind of like meekly says i know (laughs) (laughs) he's like kind of ashamed yeah (laughs) Uh, yeah, mostly just, this is just another like twee song that's trying to be like, kind of like shockingly explicit. Yeah. And, uh, I don't know. It was less irritating than the other one. Yeah. I think, I think it's funniest when it, not when it's being explicit, but when it's being kind of childish in the sort of like childish fascination with uh, bodily functions, those lines (laughs) that were in the sample, it's just something about the way her titties swing around. Boing, 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 boing. <laughs> and then stupid. wiping poo-poo off their baby's butt. <laughs> the yeah. way he says that is so funny. It's because it's such like a childish thing to say in that way. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah I think it's better than the uh, 
Yo Mama, Eminem's Mama. Yeah. 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 It's really similar. Yeah. Do you want to talk Um, about the the pendulum's promise? Oh, there's one more thing I have to say about my homie baby mama. Please. Uh, At the end, he, the very last line he ends with, I would fuck your baby mama's mama. So he's getting into some gilf territory. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I didn't see that. Yeah. Uh, But then Pendulum's Promise goes like this. Down dragging his funky ass around. He's starving, sporting a pair of troop sweats. Hands dried up and cracked like the Sahara. Wanting everyone's affection. Wait a minute. That's me. I'm looking at my own reflection. Swing So, first of all, great title on this song, The Pendulum's Promise. It's like something out of Edgar Allan Poe or some shit, which I really like. Um, And this song really attempts like a poetic style of writing that ICP doesn't uh, attempt that often. Mm. um, Because it does tell a story, but it tells it in a not super straight ahead on the nose way. And they never explain this metaphor called the pendulum at which it shows up in the, in the chorus swing left, swing right, swing on and on. Uh, but they never explain what that means or what that metaphor is doing in this song. There's a cool, um, um, pendulum sound effect. Oh really? Yeah. Throughout the whole song. I think. Oh, it goes like, I didn't catch oof, oof, oof. Oh, I was kind of reminded me of the like saw. I think one of the saw movies has a pendulum where a guy gets his innards oh. pendulumed out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there is um, a line er, like really early on about like I think half of the devil takes half of you, and the and God takes half. Of, in, in, I think like the fir, the second track, like like you uh-huh. get split in half by the devil and God, and purgatory is I eat. Yeah, and he's trying to rhyme I with I God. wonder if that has anything to do with this. Um interesting. I don't know. Because I think what the pendulum is doing, it's it's sort of an examination of justice. It's it's yeah. uh you know, you might be a piece of shit in your life, but you'll get your comeuppance in eternal judgment. Uh it's a real swing low, sweet hatchet. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, there's a there's three different characters that Jay embodies in this song the first is sort of like this rich property owner who is uh criticizing this homeless man that he sees he says look at that guy over there he's so skinny he'd probably suck my dick for a penny which is basically really similar to stuff that jay has said before but sincerely uh but now he's playing a character right uh i want to tell him get the fuck off my block i want to beat his face in with a rock he ain't good for shit but bringing our property down dragging his funky ass around blah 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 Hands dried up and cracked like the Sahara, wanting everyone's affection. Wait a minute, that's me. I'm looking at my own reflection. Hmm. And then they also take aim at wife beaters, people who commit domestic violence. Um, He has a a verse about some guy who works at White Castle and says, last time I beat her ass wasn't shit. Fat lips ain't nothing. This time I'm breaking something. She's going to learn not to give me any hassle. Um, Which, again, kind of rings hollow considering how many songs they have about killing women. And how the yeah. women deserve it to be killed. So. Well, the 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 line uh, after that is interesting. Um, uh, I'm the castle? one who failed in life. I'm uh, the one who takes it out on my wife. She don't cheat. 
who am I trying to fool? I should have done this to myself long ago. And then there's a gunshot sound effect. Yeah, so he kills himself. But sort of the implication is that only women who are not cheaters deserve to live, I guess, which would be consistent with what they okay. said before. No, that's that seems like what they're implying. Yeah. Um, You're and right. Then, and then finally, the third character is this judge character. All rise, you heard it loud and clear, but today I take a load off in that electric chair. I chose to play God and judge you well. Now I'm the one that's been sentenced to hell. Yeah. So... I don't know if they've done this kind of song where they embody three different characters and then sort of take us inside the minds of these characters and their self-justifications and their viewpoints before they come crumbling down in the face of judgment. Yeah. So, yeah. It's it's sort of a premise that we've heard before, but mm-hmm. it's executed in such a good way. I mean, executed. That's I guess that's a pun. Nice. <laughs> 69. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then there's a bunch of silence and there's some s- secret song, sort of. Uh, there's this one where Violin J says he, he's not ready for the album to be over. I don't want my album to end. I don't want it to end right now. I want you to know I love you. I want you to know I love you, Juggalo, Juggalo. Shaggy ain't here. He's doing a radio interview right now. We're in Denver. Oh, shit. Here comes Rude Boy with the drum. I thought that was really cute. He says that he loves us. Uh, I think in his way he does. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then there's this other. I got another one. I don't know if I want to put this in or I'll cut it out. Is it the vanilla ICO mama joke? And just when you thought it was over, we wrap it all up with the word from Vanilla Ice himself. Your greasy ass camel cock breath mama is so fucking poor, she gotta suck cock for crack. That's, <laughs> That's the worst Yo Mama joke I've ever heard. Is is it is it is that self <laughs> I I'm I'm broken record here. It's like that's that's obviously just like not funny or clever. Is is that like is it just trying to be mean or is it is the joke that it isn't clever? I don't know. I don't know what okay. level he's operating on. Yeah. It's possible to say. Mm. Ice ice baby. What yeah. a so. what a bizarre bizarre album. Bizarre. Uh, I went to the Amazon, but there isn't much there except in the top negative review, which is has given it three stars. Uh, I think the opening line of the review is, if you haven't figured it out, Bizarre is the second disc of this sold separately Bizarre Bizarre package. <laughs> Oops. I don't know. I don't know what, what criteria, criteria on it's, it's basing that this is the second disc. I don't know why this person it, says that. It it kind of makes more sense if like if it's adjective noun, you know? Like bizarre, if it's a bizarre? Weird, if it's a weird uh, market. Oh, yeah. That actually is a good point. Um not that not that either of those words are spelled <laughs> yeah, the way yeah. that, you know, but yeah. If that's what it's going for. Hmm. In my defense, it was listed first everywhere on the internet oh, as totally. if it were like the first half, but maybe that's just because it's alphabetized. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. And I tried to 
to go to the song meanies. And it's just not very much fun for ICP because they keep getting brigaded by like Eminem fans. And it's just like they're all yelling at each other on the internet. Still? Like, yeah. I guess. Mm. Yeah, because like the last album was the first time they dissed Eminem. And so now it's just like really starts up. And I wonder if it's going to be that way for all of their albums. Right. Um, but there is a fun fact <laughs> for how, how well uh, songmeanings.com was constructed or coded. Apparently, the song Behind the Paint has negative 167 comments. So, <laughs> what? I read 167, and by that point, uh, they were all deducted from my brain when I went to that song. <laughs> Uh, I wish yep. I wish that could happen to me after reading the comments sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that's the end of one half of the album pair. Uh, Bizarre. Join us next week for Bizarre, unless we decide to do something <laughs> totally different as a break from ICP. Uh. Yeah, because we might end up doing that. Um but in the meantime, until next week, you can visit us online at boxset.website. You can email us at email at boxset.website or tweet at podcast. And, and and if you if you like just like the way that I speak and like my general like vibe, but want less cusses and less profanity and obscenity, uh, you should listen to my other podcast, uh, Get Up in the Cool. It's an old time Appalachian interview and and jam uh show so we play fiddle and fiddle and banjo music with my guests so yeah you got um what's that banjo guy name that you got uh ken perlman ken perlman he's like a giant in the melodic big fucking deal yeah that's a that's a fucking get for me yeah and 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 can i can i say because i don't think he's gonna listen to this he was not an easy get. It took some convincing. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. He, he was. He was like. He's like. So, uh, do you play fiddle? Like on the phone? And I was like, Ha! Huh, glad you asked. I was thinking maybe we, we could play some banjo duets. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, uh, So I had to like send him my whole like banjo duet uh, resume, which is uh, getting pretty good by now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, then uh, he heard, and he was like, All right, I'm down. Yeah. I also but, really uh, like the uh, Char- Charlie Walden episode, too. Oh, you listen to that one? He's a he's delight. Hil- he's hilarious. He's got a lot of personality. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's, in, in his playing, too, not just in his jokes. Like, he's he's an amazing player. Um, yeah. Yeah. He plays that, that Midwest fiddle, that ball's first fiddle. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Apparently, that's from the TV show Delocated. I don't know if I've mentioned okay. that. Oh, Maybe yeah, I'll you did. I'll send you a link to the video or something. Yeah. Um, and if you want to support this show, you can give us some dollars directly on our Patreon at support.boxset.website, or you can make like a Pikachu and go <laughs> review us on iTunes, <laughs> or spread the word by telling uh, telling your friends that there's a couple of a uh, couple of dinguses doing stuff on mics. So yeah. To speak. Yeah. Well, on a podcast, can you believe it? <laughs> kids these days kids these days and their blogcasts <laughs> oh god these young knucklehead chuckle fucks um well until next week i've been nathan hunt and i'll headbutt a fucking unicorn i'm cameron dewitt and i'm tickled pink <laughs> <laughs> i'm nathan hunt and i'm getting into some gilf territory
<laughs> I can't do it, and I'm pissing in your hot tubs. <laughs> I'm Nathan Hunt, and I like your mom because she's nice to me. Uh, I'm Cameron DeWitt, and I'm just scrolling right now. Okay. You always have three, and I always have two. Yeah. Um. Uh, I'm Cameron DeWitt, and I'm going to go waggle my dick for half an hour. <laughs> <laughs> Why wouldn't you? I mean, what's stopping you? I'm Cameron DeWitt, and I put old ladies in headlocks. What? What? Why not? I went to uh, Thriftway, which in Philly is now, um, I it's the Richmond Shops. It's like IGA, the Richmond Shops dot com. Oh, That's weird. the name of the store. It's what? like a, a URL is literally <laughs> the name of the store. Dot website. And um, but they have a they have a bottle shop there now. Ooh. And I asked them. I was like, okay, Can you buy I'm a liquid of... that goes in the bottles too, uh-huh. or just the bottles. <laughs> Uh, if you think about it, it's, you're buying the liquid and it comes with the bottle. Oh, so it's a, it's a, everything you buy comes with a bottle store. Yes. Okay. Except for I got cans. Oh, you got nice cans, huh? <laughs> I've always thought that. Not to brag or change the subject. <laughs> well, we've changed the subject like 50 times. Uh, I got actually good cider. I was like, I'm tired nice. of gambling on cider. Yeah. What's the good dry cider? And I got some like hopped cider. It's delicious.